I'm your host Alexio and this is the BJ Bus episode number 13 on nothing better than March the 13th itself. What a great day to have number 13, my personally lucky number. Marcus Stroman gets the call for opening day. Oh yeah! Also going to be chatting about Tay Oscar's fantastic spring to this point. The game down in Sarasota today and on Prospect Watch. Big Nasty Nate Pearson. No relation to Jack Pearson from This Is Us. That's a fictional character, ladies and gentlemen. And it is a muggy one down here in Dunedin, Florida today. Nice cool breeze every now and then, but the humidity. Woohoo! She's, uh, she's getting Toronto-esque. With that, though, things started great today for Jays fans. As Marcus Stroman gets appointed the opening day starter for your Toronto Blue Jays. If you guys listened to the previous podcast, you know how excited I am for Marcus this season. I think he's going to do wonderful things for the Blue Jays, and I'm really glad that he's gotten the opening day start for the Jays. He's going to be the guy leading our staff. By the looks of things, it's going to be Stroman, Shoemaker, Sanchez, Barucki, and Richard until we ultimately see what's going to happen with Clay Buckles as he just got signed, and there's no real timetable for him to join this roster. Now with that, Stroman has had a terrific spring to this point. If you guys have followed the Blue Jays throughout spring training, he's just done a very, very good job overall. After today's game in Sarasota against the Orioles, which the Jays have lost, Stroman has gone 12 innings and allowed three earned runs while striking out, again, lucky 13. Stroman is on a roll this spring. Now, yes, it's just spring training and I keep saying it time and time again, I'm not getting ahead of myself because I am a Jays fan. He's an ace caliber type of player, and I think that we're finally going to get to see that this season with him. I've said it time and time again, don't be surprised if he has a fantastic season. The Jays should not move him. Just a couple of days ago, Shapiro even said, Stroman is the type of the guy that we want here. Now, we've just seen the thing that happened in New York with the Giants and Odell Beckham and, and Dave Gettleman. I mean, listen, anything can happen in the world of sports. There's no real commitment to one player. Again, in Masai Ujiri and the DeRozan situation, that's another prime example. But with that being said, I think that Shapiro and Atkins both understand that if they do, in fact, try to move Stroman, it might not be the most ideal thing because you might not get the best, not only the best return, but ultimately, who's going to help out the team within three years' time from now? A fringe prospect or Stroman, who's going to be at the time 30 years old, and frankly, you're going to need a 30-year-old on the roster. So... Kudos to him for getting the opening day call. I think Charlie Montoya has also recognized that he's seen Stroman is working his butt off throughout spring training, and that's a part of the reason why he's getting the call as well. But that wasn't the only great news today. Jays fans, here is probably the best news of the day for the Jays, as we are now going to be able to go to the Rogers Center and have beer for just $5. Yeah. Finally, you made the Jays games more affordable, and this has been a part of it already, but you're bringing back Looney Hot Dog Day. You're telling me I can go to a Jays game, get my ticket for $5, I can get five hot dogs for five bucks, and I can have two beers to wash them down with, all for 20 bucks? Now that's some great value, Blue Jays. 
I think it's, I love the call. I think it's great to have $5 beers. It's definitely going to bring in more revenue. More guys are going to be in smashing the 500 level. And you know what? That's another thing that's going to pack the seats in the 500 level. And for the last few seasons, those have just been dead empty. So find a way to fill those seats, get fans in and great on you, Jays. I, I love it. Moving on to today's game in Sarasota, the Jays dropped their second straight as Baltimore took them down six to four. Jays got the back going early on in the top of the second. Hogard doubled the sharp line drive to right field, scoring in Rowdy Telez and Kevin Biggio. And Arena singled on a ground ball to center, scoring in Sogard, as the Jays were leading 3 0 by the end of the second. Moving on into the top of the fifth, Billy McKinney singled on a ground ball to right field, scoring in Bo Bichette. Boy, he's having a tear this spring. Jays led 4 0. Moving into the bottom of the fifth, that's when the thing started to go the Orioles' way, as Drew Jackson singled the ball. Scoring in Joey Rickard for their first run of the game. Joey Rickard also singled on a line drive to center field. Scoring in Jack Reinheimer and former Blue Jay, Dwight Smith Jr. At that point, the Jays were leading by just one. And in the bottom of the eighth was all the action that the Orioles needed. As David Paulino gave up the blown save and the loss for the Jays. As in the bottom of the eighth, on a bases loaded walk from David Paulino, Jack Reinheimer scored once again. Advancing Dwight Smith to third and Jace Peterson to second, while Bostick took first. J.C. Escara, he sack fly to center field, scoring in former J once again Dwight Smith. And Steve Wilkerson singled on a line drive to right fielder Joshua Palacios, scoring in Jace Peterson. Stroman pitched 4-1 today, allowing just two hits, one earned, six strikeouts. Over two innings of work, Reed fully came in and he allowed two runs, one walk, striking out four, while Paulino, he was the man who took the loss in the blown save today, as he allowed two hits, three earned, and walking two batters. Overall, not a great day for the Jays. Pompey did come back in the lineup. He was 0 for 4 today, as he came back from injury off of that foul ball off his knee, and Bo Bichette continued his solid stretch of spring as he went 2 for 5 today for the Jays in the DH position. With that, the Jays are coming back home tomorrow against the Yankees for spring training action. That's a 107 start. Shoemaker's getting the call for that game. Moving on to the guy who's having the best spring training for the Jays, Teoscar Hernandez. He is lighting it up as he is batting 520, slugging for 560. Now, it's very likely we're going to see Teoscar being in a platoon role with either McKinney or Pompey over in left field this season. With that, the Jays are kind of worried about his defensive abilities. They're more susceptible to having him bat at DH, but Kendry's owns that position at this, mo at this point in time. So, moving forward, Teoscar's got a solid role with the Jays in the outfield. Now, on that note, in 25 at-bats, he's had 13 hits this spring. He hasn't gone yard yet, but it seems that all of his at-bats... He's getting a quality single, an advancing a runner, or he's getting a nice solid double to start things off for the inning. He's had a great stretch through the spring. And, you know, we've always known that this guy's great with the sticks and the defensive capabilities might not be there, but you know what? That comes with time. You play him every single day in the outfield, and that should be the right thing. You play him every single day. I mean, last season for the Jays, he had 22 home runs. Don't worry about platooning the guy. Just give him an everyday role on this team. Frankly, his biggest asset is his power. So... 
I mean, don't expect Hey Oscar to be really clipping for 300. Expect You can expect him to clip for 270, 280, maybe 290 even. Hey Oscar is a guy who is capable of getting 10 stolen bases a season. My thing with Hey Oscar is, if you don't got him playing in the outfield, put him at DH for the day. He doesn't have to play 162 games, but have him obviously play the majority. I mean, last year he played 134. Like I said, he did a solid job for the Jays. I like Tay Oscar. I think he's a great piece for this Blue Jays team. And you know what? Let's just see how it rolls out. He's had some great cracks here in spring. So, you know, I think it's ultimately he's the starting guy going to left field with either Billy McKinney or Pompey being the guy that's going to come off the bench in the outfield. Honestly, the only thing that I could say for Tay Oscar to really improve on would be, you know, getting those clips, getting those crucial th singles, those shallow pops. And he's doing that in spring. So that's going to not only boost his batting average, but it's also going to boost his on-base percentage. And frankly, to win ball games, the most important stat is that you're going to get on base. Switching gears here to prospect watch, Nate Pearson. He is the guy who I'm going to be talking about today. He's a big name prospect for the Jays with an even bigger frame. Nate is a 6'6", 245 pound right-hander who brings the gas. Right now, he's currently ranked the Jays' fourth top prospect as per MLB.com. Coming off of just two minor league seasons now, Nate is the Jays' top pitching prospect. And there's a reason for that. Drafted in 2017, 28th overall, Pearson was a force on the mound as he dominated opponents, allowing one earned run or less in nine of his 13 starts while striking out 118 in 81 innings. Pearson held a bullpen session for MLB scouts prior to the draft. He topped out at 102. So what I'm telling you, when I said this guy brings the gas, he brings the gas. Last season, Pearson was scheduled to spend with the Dunedin Blue Jays, but Unfortunately for him, things did not go his way as he took a comebacker off his pitching arm and he ended up actually having to risk, miss the rest of the season here in Dunedin in just his first start. If you see him on social media, he's doing his best right now. He's getting back in shape. He's hitting the gym each and every day. So he will be a part of this rotation down here in Dunedin for a little bit. If he performs well through his first 30 to 40 innings, he can quickly begin to climb up the ranks of the minors. And frankly, I think he, he will end up finishing the season in New Hampshire. Now, don't expect him to be a part of the big league club until the 2021-2022 season, as he will need a couple of seasons in the minors to get acclimated. But if he continues to touch his fastball in the triple digits, and he gets a control of his slider, he's going to be a great piece for the Jays to have on this rotation, if they do in fact contend within the next two seasons, like I keep saying they will be doing. And lastly... Today's term from the Dixon Baseball Dictionary is pickup point. Split second at which the batter can see the ball and decide whether or not to swing at it. Before reaching this point though, the ball is just a blur. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the BJ Bus. Tomorrow, like I said, the Jays are taking on the Yankees here in spring training action. That game is for sure to be sold out, so get here early for that one. I am your host, Alexio, and this has been the BJ Bus. You can always find me on Instagram and Twitter at TBJ Bus. Take care.